handle the truth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Saturday Night Cell Block. How's everybody doing on this cold ass night? I tell you, man, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold. It's too cold for me. But first and foremost, let me give many blessings to the loved ones out there, friends and family. I pray that you guys are safe, sound, um, well-fed. And and for those that are out there uh, seeking warmth tonight, um, I pray that you find it. And uh, I pray that you guys find a safe place to lay your head tonight. Um, Before we get into tonight's show, I got a powerful show and a powerful guest on tonight. I do want to give a shout out to something new that we got going on, and I want you to tune in to the end of the show to find out exactly what that is. If you were seen on the the preview, you might have saw uh, Operation Start Fresh. I will explain what that is, but more importantly, I have a guest that I need to bring on and give introductions to. And uh, he's got he's got quite a story. So the name of my guest is is Chris, and I met Chris uh, about a week or so ago as I was out Ubering, and I picked this gentleman up and gave him a ride to the airport. And uh, he had a he had a moving story on the way to the airport. Him and I shared, uh, you know, each other's story as I do with many of the the people that I Uber. I like to get to know who they are and um. Chris was catching a flight up to Michigan and, and was on his way to to bring about awareness to his situation and many other situations. So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring Mr. Chris in. Chris, how you doing, partner? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm blessed, man. You know, I'm blessed. Just trying to do do what we can do. So uh, give my listeners a, a brief rundown of, of who you are and, and what's going on, partner. All right. So I am, my name's Chris. Uh, I'm originally from North Carolina, but I went to Tampa in 2006 and I've been homeless off and on. Um, when I was 13, my mom went to prison uh, because the guy that she was addicted to heroin and crack and the guy that she was with, that she left my real father for, um, he's the one that turned her on to the heroin and crack, and it just went down. Like He was very abusive while I was living there. And from the time I was like 13 until, well, from 10 to 13, and at that point, that's whenever I had moved back to my real father's um, because of the abuse, I had stood up to him and I just told my mom when she came home one day from work that I wanted to go back to my real dad's. So I went back and I lived with him. And then a couple years later, maybe two years later, my sisters came and they revealed that my stepfather had been sexually molesting them. So whenever that came out, um, my father took them to the, um, authorities to report it and whenever they reported it um they were said that they were scared because they were really young and they didn't clarify that my mom wasn't present at the time while the sexual abuse was happening so she ended up getting charged as like the same thing that he got charged with first degree sex offense with a child and only thing was she got a um extra charge of um incest 
because they were family members. So um, they, she took it to jury trial. Um, it was in two different counties because uh, they were moving around in motels and stuff like that at the time. So in one county, she was found not guilty. And in the other county, she was found guilty and she was sentenced to 420 months to 513 months. And she's been in there since 96. But she wasn't present at the time of this sexual molestation. She was out prostituting or doing whatever to get the money to support their drug habit. And he was at, he was at the room or whatever babysitting my sisters. And my sister Tammy has passed away as of August the 20th of 2021 and she was the main victim in the case and my younger sister is still alive but they both recanted their testimony they put my eight-year-old sister on the stand to testify against my mom when she was eight and so yeah that's pretty much the story of my mom and how she ended up she's been in prison 26 years and she's in North Carolina yeah, and Anson um, Correctional Institute for Women. And her case is, is being looked at by the Innocence Project. Correct. So, uh, first and foremost, partner, I'm I'm sorry that that uh that you've been living with all of this, you know, and and this is what a, a lot of my channel is, and uh, to bring awareness to these situations so that people can understand you know, why, why we are the way that we are, you know, in the, in the trauma that we're dealing with. So like on, on how, how has that affected you? You know, you said 13 years old, what happened after all of this? Well, when I went to my dad's, like he wasn't, you know, he hadn't seen my mom left my dad in 92. So I was 10 years old at the time when they split up. So when I went back, I had been gone for three years. And he lived in a one bedroom apartment, so he couldn't and he wasn't able to really financially take care of me. And then when my sisters came, he definitely couldn't. So it resulted in me having to quit school to go to work. It resulted in me getting into the streets and selling drugs myself and joining a street gang. And then I left North Carolina ultimately to get away from that lifestyle and change. That's how I ended up in Florida originally. And. I've just, I've been homeless off and on my whole life, pretty much due to that. I mean, I've been on and off the streets. Like, I'm right back on the streets now because of going to see my daughter who lives in Florida. So, you know. Yeah, that was a story that you were, that you shared with me, that you had the opportunity to come down here and, and stay with your daughter. And, and um, to you, like you, like you said, you know, you, you sleeping outside and, and all of that was irrelevant when it came to, to seeing your daughter. Right. It's more important for me, in my opinion, to spend time and make memories with my daughter and to, for her to know that I love her is more important than anything. Cause I feel like we're not promised tomorrow or next year or, you know, so time is of the essence. And yeah. Yeah. So, moving moving in and out going in and out like did anybody ever see you did anybody ever pay attention had did anybody ever try to get you help or, or show you how to survive or, or anything you've just been winging it yeah pretty much 
I mean, there's been times I've been married and, you know, I've been divorced and I've done good. And then there's time, there's always like something that happens like that mostly is, it's revolving having to leave where I'm at, you know, where I'm doing good at to go back to where my daughter's at, you know, like I, I end up missing her or, you know, I have to start over again or a relationship goes wrong because of my trauma. Like, I guess I have a bunch of abandonment issues and stuff like that. So. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you, you got a lot of issues dealing with uh, trust, you know, um, things of that nature. So what would it take for you to be able to get your daughter back? If you were able to get into uh, a secure location, have a job, things of that nature, would you be able to, to, to get your daughter back? I, was, I mean, me and my, my daughter's mother have a very good um, co-parenting relationship. She's, you know, she has her own relationship and she, but she's very like, work, she works with me a lot, like my visitation and like me have been able to spend time with my daughter as long as I have a place to live. So she don't slander, she don't slander you or anything to your daughter or anything like that, no? No, no. That's good, man. That's good. And how does your daughter look at you? I mean, does she know your situation or, or she just... Yeah, my daughter loves me. Um, she, as a matter of fact, when I was down there for Christmas, I was on the streets. She, she, her Christmas present to me was a knife. She said, Daddy, you're on the street. She said, you need something for protection. Hmm. <laughs> so she gave me a knife for Christmas. But, yeah. Yeah, she probably worries about you, man. She's 10 years old, you know? She, she's seen me on the streets a lot during her life. But she knows that her daddy loves her. That's got to be a lot for her to deal with as well. And and probably for her mom to try to explain, because I'm sure there's questions. You know, I'm sure there's questions. Oh, yeah. So what is it that you're doing now? What is what is your goal now? What you know, what what's your plan, Chris? I mean, I want to my I want to do a walk, honestly. Like, it ain't that I want to do it. I feel like I'm led to do it because of, like, the stuff that I've seen, especially this last time of being on the streets in Tampa. Like, I've been on the streets, like I said, off and on numerous times in Tampa since 2006. And this time it was the worst that I've experienced out there. Like, as far as, like, no resources for showers, no food. Like, unless you can make it to the Trinity Cafe, you're not really eating. And... I mean, on the weekends, there's a couple of churches like Thorn Ministries and stuff like that that, you know, they feed. But not everybody has access to get across town to get to those places. And I mean, I want to I want to walk and raise money and raise awareness to homelessness. And I want to ultimately open up my own shelter facility with like a tent city and um, that's completely um, funded by the people. No government, no, you know no grants or nothing, just the people to donate and run and volunteer and stuff like that to run the shelter. And the, I want to do like medical clinic, dental clinic, a pet clinic, um, all that stuff. But I think I can walk around the country in a year and a half. I walked from West Palm Beach to West Virginia in 2014 um, to raise awareness for homelessness, uh, it was called Walk for Humanity. 
Uh, I still have my Facebook page, but I changed the name from Walk for, for Humanity to Houselessness Isn't a Crime. But. Yeah, amen. And and for those uh, that are listening, you can follow Chris on Facebook. Um, I told Chris that he can post to my timeline things that he's got going on as well. Um, Chris, what's your what's your cash app? It is G Money eight two eight one three. G Money eight two eight one three. And it's all lowercase, like the G Money. Okay. And um, so as far as tonight, you were telling me before we came on, you're right now you're at a friend's house. He's letting you stay there just to get warm, charge your phone, things of that nature. But when they go to sleep, you got to. uh Yeah, I got to go. And, and so where do you go? Usually downtown. Um Somewhere, find somewhere I can sleep by a building or something. I got a blanket and about four hoodies that I'm wearing and these gloves. I'm actually currently outside now. Um, and you're up there in Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? Big Rapids. It's about uh, 45 minutes north of Grand Rapids. Big Rapids. And what's the temperature outside? Uh, when I walked out here, it was 19. 19 degrees. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll pray for you tonight, man. And, and, uh, and, um, I mean, what can I say? You know, you know, what can I say? I, I, I pray for you and, and I pray that things will get better and I'll do whatever I can to, uh, bring awareness to your situation and, um, Maybe we can find a spot down here for you uh, with Coming Home Coalition, you know, and, and um, because the homelessness down here in Tampa is getting very bad. We're getting ready to have an event, which I'm going to announce here shortly what this event is and uh, and just start bringing awareness to the to the homelessness in this area and, and things to do. And we definitely have a fit for you down here to to implement programs because. What this whole thing is about is is living experience. You know, I want individuals with living experience in each category because who else knows better about homelessness than somebody who's been in, you know, in in the street for the length of time that you have. So um you you have a lot of potential. I mean, you're you're smart, you're articulate, you know, you definitely have a, a heart of gold from what I've seen. You just never had a fair shake. You've never had a fair shake to where you could put your feet solid in one one position and, and knuckle down and and uh and start a life. How old are you now again? I'm forty. Forty years old. A lot like me, partner. You know, I'm forty seven and, and I've never I've never really had a, a stable enough life to where I could put my feet in and start accumulating things and that's what I'm trying to do now, so um, I feel your pain, partner. I'm with you, and I understand. Yeah, like my my father passed away um December the 24th, Christmas Eve of 2020, and then my sister died August 20th of 2021, and I got my dad's car when he passed away, but it, the struts and the um somebody stole my catalytic converter, so I can't even get my my vehicle fixed to get it on the road. You know what I mean? To, to at least have that to sleep in or you know where's that at or, it's it's here where i'm at it's sitting in the yard 
So how much would it take to fix that up? Um, I don't. I'm not even sure how much the struts and the exhaust would be. But what kind of vehicle? It's a 2003 Mustang. 2003 Mustang. Okay. Well, you guys, again, um, let me uh, let me put your cash app up on the screen. What's the cash app again? It's G Money. Eight two eight one three. Find out how much it costs to uh, to get his car fixed, things of that nature. You can contact him, keep up with him on Facebook through Messenger, and uh, out there, my little sister. She's she's homeless too in Michigan up here. She's in Muskegon though. She sleeps in her car. How much How much does a room go for up there tonight? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably maybe around eighty something, maybe. $80 for a room. Big rap is okay. All right. Well, I wish you luck, partner. Um, Like I say, you'll be in my prayers tonight. And uh, hopefully something comes through. Um, We can get some, get something going for you. Thank you. Absolutely. Blessing. And, I, and just stay up with me and, and uh, we'll keep in touch, partner. All right? Yes, sir. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for your work. All right, thank you for what you do, partner. Yeah, so if you guys can do something, um, you know, just uh, hit them up. And uh, let's at least try to get the man a, a good a good room tonight. Maybe see about getting his car fixed. You know, we can't do anything without, without a vehicle these days. So at least he will have a place in there to sleep out of the elements, things of that nature. But, um, okay, so what y'all been waiting on? The announcement time. So, Project Start Fresh. What Project Start Fresh will do is raise quarterly raffles. And within these raffles, we will be picking individuals uh, like Chris who just need a helping start. So we figure instead of doing mass handouts, mass donations to to um, homeless to, you know, to feed them and, and things of that nature. Yes, we do that as well. But we will take one particular individual that has had uh, just a, a, a rough start, rough life, whatever you call it. But these will be individuals that do want to change their life. They just need a fresh start. They just need a, a kickstart. So. um. What Fresh Start is, is a project that is designed to assist the homeless with their journeys to self-sufficiency. Our goal is to take our candidates on a path to self-sufficiency. Our first candidate has started his path, but still needs help. We are raising funds to help him find a place so he can get his children back and he can get off the street. You can go to our website to see his story. So what I have here is the website this is what it looks like when you go to project start fresh you'll go to www.cominghomecoalition.com and you will click on project start fresh it will take you here 
and you can read all about what we have going on. So our first value pack is yes, Tampa Bay, <clears throat> Tampa Bay Rays baseball tickets for two, valued at $112 for the package, and it is to one of the regular season home games. Um, you would click here to enter. It will take you to the screen here, and you choose your one or two tickets. And that is all. You will get an email from that point, and you will download your electronic ticket, and then we will have the raffle drawing uh, March, March 25th, live on show. So please go and... Uh, Donations are not required. It is free to, to play. Entries are free, but we do ask that you donate uh, whatever you can. Um, I think we set it for a dollar donation per ticket, um, but it is free. Entry is free. You do not have to donate, but we do ask because, again, this is for uh, Eddie raising, raising awareness, raising money to try to help Eddie get back on the street, off the street, not on the street. But um, that is that, Tampa Bay Rays tickets. So each quarter we would be giving away packages. Uh, I mean, some of these packages are, are valued at $800. So uh, we'll have uh, a lot of great things. Um, as for the Tampa Bay Rays tickets, you do not have to be in Tampa Bay. You can send the tickets. You could do whatever you want with the tickets if you do win. Again, it is all for raising money to help. Uh, the individual Eddie, you, again, you can read his story and see who that is on www.cominghomecoalition. And uh, that's that's really all I got for tonight, guys. You know, I um I really wanted to to bring awareness to Chris and and what he's got going on. And if anybody can help, again, he's up in the Big Rapids, Michigan area. If anybody can has any idea, organizations, anything that that can help Chris. Get out of the cold tonight. Um, things of that nature. So please look out there. Until then, uh, we'll see you Tuesday night for Black vs. White. I do not know uh, the status of that show. It's still in pilot. So maybe, maybe not. But we will definitely be back Thursday night for Thursday Night Get Right with Demetrius Knuckles Eel. Um, my co-host passed out on me this guy but man let me tell you if you follow him on facebook you know that that demetrius does a lot of things feeds a lot of people helps a lot of people this man is constantly moving so i forgive him but we will be back thursday night until then you guys stay safe stay sound stay blessed stay humble love your neighbor stop judging people judge only who's in front of you for what that person is not anything else Let's be kind. 2023 is about uniting our neighborhoods, coming together. And that is all. Peace. Thomas Freeman loves y'all.